Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome to this hour. Rob Breckenridge with you. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. Look, we've got a lot more to get to in this hour. Let's delve into this uh, controversy today that Pepsi's found itself embroiled in. Major global brand. How do they make such a dumb decision when it comes to this ad starring Kendall Jenner? who's like kind of a Kardashian, I guess. Uh, an ad that uh, got approved, got the green light, but today was pulled. Now, it's a longer style ad. I think the whole thing's like two and a half minutes. But basically, it's uh, Kendall Jenner doing some kind of model shoot. There's some kind of party slash protest brewing outside. She, um, well, changes her wardrobe somehow. Uh, heads out under the street. There's all kinds of good-looking people, but they're serious people, too, and they're protesting, and there's some serious-looking police officers keeping watch over the whole thing, and she kind of bursts through the crowd and hands the cop a can of Pepsi, and he smiles, and all is right in the world, I guess. So it's really strange. And they're taking a lot of flack for it, as you can imagine, uh, to try to co-opt protest in general, maybe even the black Lives Matter movement in particular. Uh, so it's really strange. Uh, and everyone's trying to make some sense as to, to who came up with this and, and how it got the green light. Joining us on the line is Tracy Jan from the Washington Post, who wrote a piece about this today, WashingtonPost.com. Tracy, thanks for joining us here. Thank you for having me. All right. What do you make of the fact that they've now pulled the ad? <laughs> it's actually uh, quite interesting because last night they defended the ad after the controversy has already, you know, been on fire all over Twitter and other social media. Um, last night, they were saying it was a global ad. It reflects people from different walks of life coming together in a spirit of harmony. And they felt like that was an important message to convey. Um, this afternoon, as you mentioned, they pulled it and apologized, saying that they missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Right, which is an odd way to describe it, because what then was the mark? How might this ad have been been different? It seems like the whole concept is is just weird and inappropriate. Right. I mean, it's not like companies haven't successfully tried to tap into diverse markets in the past, even though some of them may have uh, engendered controversy. Super Bowl ad, you might recall the Coke ad. Um, They reprised their 2014 commercial showcasing a diverse cast of Americans singing America the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was in English, Spanish, Hindi, Hebrew, a bunch of other languages. Um, and it was edgy. It was controversial because some people do not feel the American, uh, such a patriotic song should be sung in anything other than English. But it appealed to a much broader demographic. I mean, it was meant to be edgy. This uh, Pepsi ad, however... I mean, it's hard to say. I haven't been able to talk to the advertising company who did it. Um, so people have questioned whether there was any diversity at the writer's table, the producers who did it. I mean, there, there very well might have been. It's just hard to say Coke has not. I mean, sorry, Pepsi has not said <laughs> anything about it. <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah, Goke's probably sitting back and letting letting their competition <laughs> stew in all of this, too. Um, Set themselves on fire. People were joking yeah. that Coke may have done the ad just to, you know, as right. a marketing ploy. That might make sense. Uh, that would be right. a logical explanation because we don't have an obvious explanation here. But, I mean, was there anything in particular to you that just seemed really ridiculous or even really uh, offensive? I mean, one of the major things that is very obvious and people are calling out is that if you're trying to echo the protest movement and the most high-profile protests in the last year and a half, several years, have been the Black Lives Matter protests. True, it involves Americans of many different ethnicities, but predominantly it's black people. And Mm -hmm. it's talking about black lives, and you have a woman at the center of this, Kendall Jenner um, of Kardashian fame, who is white. And not only that, she walks up to a line of police officers and hands them a Coke. And that image really evokes um, something, a very powerful, award-winning photograph that came out of the Baton Rouge protests, um, where an African-American woman stood up face-to-face elegantly in her flowing sundress against a cop dressed in riot gear. Um, That was Isha Evans who I tried to contact, but she did not respond. <laughs> I would love to get her to weigh in on this. She so far hasn't, at least publicly, talked about this. Right. Um, but when you're making those two image comparisons, it's just not only tone deaf, it's just offensive. Yeah, well, that's fine. If Pepsi wants to put Kendall, Kendall Jenner in an ad, that's, that's not an issue. But you're right. When you're trying to appeal uh, to a certain demographic and then you just, you, you, I mean, you insult their movement that way, it just, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Right. And I, I guess they realized that quickly, but not too quickly enough for some people. Obviously, other companies, I think, are going to take a lesson from this. Maybe the lesson to some will be just play it safe and don't do anything that's meant to be in any way uh, commentary on society or political in any way. But uh, I think you can still do commentary. You can still do political. You can still do aspirational. But just this is one way not to do it. I think it's, it's uh, I mean, this, if, if you had a diverse group of people at, in, in your creative, you know, room, it's not hard to think of people flagging this as a, a path you may not want to walk down. So not having been there, I obviously don't know who was in the room, but that's one step that companies could take to keep themselves out of trouble in the future. Yeah. Well, Trouble's not necessarily bad either, but in this case, from the right and the left, this ad was widely panned. Right. There was no way Pepsi thought, we're going to do this ad, it's going to be controversial, but our name will be in the media and it's going to be great. That, that was not right. the game plan, was it? <laughs> right. I mean, Kendall Jenner herself uh, was promoting the ad, is already off of her Twitter, but she herself was, you know, saying, was, I don't think she saw anything wrong with it, obviously, if she was in it. It's interesting that the company chose to apologize to her as well in their statement this afternoon. Yeah, very interesting. Well, uh, we'll see what the fallout is. More at uh, WashingtonPost.com. Tracy, thanks for making some time for us. We appreciate this. Thank you. All right, take care. Tracy Jan writes for the Washington Post. She's got a piece on this today. And, and again, and this, is, <laughs> this is where Pepsi really blew it. Okay, you're going to make kind of a political ad, right? And this is what this is. So already you're going to alienate people of a certain political stripe. This is obviously not an ad that's meant to appeal to, say, conservatives, right? So (laughs) 
Problem is, so now conservatives are going to hate it automatically. And now, you know, the, the trendy left wingers who you're trying to appeal to, they hate it too. Nobody likes it. <laughs> uh, and that's where they blew it. So, yeah, left-wingers are mad. Conservatives are laughing. And nobody likes it. So it is a weird series of events here where Pepsi initially defended the ad, and then today they, they pulled it and apologized for it. And it is interesting, as Tracy said, that they apologized to Kendra, Kendall Jenner because she's kind of the face of this ad, and now she, I think she's going to wear some of the backlash too. Right? You can make an argument that maybe she or her people could have seen the, the landmine they were walking into here. The Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is not going to go over well. Maybe this is not for Kendall. Maybe you want to find somebody else to do this ad. We don't really want to, to toss Kendall to the wolves here and have this young woman now at the, the center of this, this controversy. Uh, so nobody in her camp caught on to the potential problems here. Nobody at Pepsi caught on to the potential problems here. Uh, now they got a bit of a mess on their hands. Is there any lasting fallout from this? I, I guess is the question. It's hard to know. It's hard to say. I mean, are people going to intentionally not buy Pepsi as a result of this? I don't know. I mean, if you like Pepsi, you like Pepsi. But I don't necessarily think that it's the old adage that any publicity is good publicity. I, I do think bad PR, it's something companies try to avoid for a reason. Because in the long run, I mean, it's about your brand and how people perceive your brand. That's why companies invest so much in their image, in their brand. It's not just about, hey, go buy our latest product. But it's about shaping how people perceive you. What do people think of when they hear your company? What do you think of when you hear Google? What do you think of when you think Nike? What do you think of when you think Apple? What do you think of when you think Pepsi? And if what you think of when you think Pepsi is, oh, those idiots, yeah. Those guys that thought it would be cool to make like a Black Lives Matter commercial starring a white woman. Yeah, those guys are idiots. That's how people perceive your brand. If they tie that to your brand, uh, then you got problems. But there's smart ways of doing this. right? You can be... Political. I mean, even Budweiser, the, the ad they had recently, wasn't it their Super Bowl ad, which was seen as kind of political. It was a whole story about uh, immigrating to the United States, and it was kind of about the founder of Budweiser. But what a what a story it was. It was kind of a commentary on on immigration. But it was a well done commercial, and you know, people weren't that mad about it. And it was risky for Budweiser, which is a, a beloved <laughs> uh, American institution. To risk it, to, to go political. I think they pulled it off, right? I remember there was the old uh, Coca-Cola uh, commercial. Like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow Nineteen seventy-one. That's how long ago that was. I, I think that's still instantly recognizable, right? And it was the same kind of thing. You had all these people standing on the hillside, people of all different, you know, backgrounds, 
men and women, black and white, all kinds of different ethnicities, etc., represented. And everyone's singing the same song, and they're all happy and feeling good about life, and they're all holding bottles of Coke. I'm sure y'all remember that, or at least have heard of that or seen it. Right? There was no controversy there. They didn't pull the ad. Nobody got, well, maybe some people didn't like it. I don't think it hurt Coca-Cola in any way. I think they're probably still pretty proud of it. So, yeah, they, you, you, can, you can go at things that way, and it can work, or, you know, it can blow up in your face. But it didn't Mad Men, I, I didn't watch the show Mad Men, but now that I'm talking about it, didn't Mad Men and their series finale, didn't they play on, on this ad in some way? Anyway, 403-974-8255 is a number. We're back with more right after this. All right, so we're going to have to keep a running count. I guess uh, so. we got CIBC. They're having a bad week. Pepsi's having a bad week. Robin Hood Flower is having a bad week. We'll talk about them after uh, 2.30, this uh, expanded now flower recall. Uh, regarding the uh, Coke commercial, the infamous I'd like to buy the world Coke commercial, uh, this text says, uh, back then we weren't so easily offended. I'm offended that you didn't know that. <laughs> Uh, this one says, uh, yeah, if I was a cop and someone came up and said, oppressive arm of the uh, patriarchy, please enjoy this refreshing beverage. I don't think I'd drink it. Uh, David says, wow, I've seen the ad. We are very sensitive these days. Ridiculous reaction. Steve says, Rob, I love the Pepsi ad only because it delivers a uh, much needed punch in the face to virtue, uh, virtue signaling. Another one here says, Pepsi will be fine, and so will Kendall. There will be something in the news tomorrow that the internet trolls will have a problem with. Uh, yeah, there's a good chance of that. Oh, this too. I almost forgot about this. So this one says, Pepsi has always been an advertising disaster. Remember Madonna in the 80s or Michael Jackson's Hair on Fire? LOL. I do remember that Michael Jackson ad they had with, um, wasn't it the kid who went on to be Carlton on the Fresh Prince? And they took, like, the Billie Jean song and it became, like, the choice of a new generation. That was a big deal. Uh, but, yeah, the Madonna thing, too, that was a big controversy. Uh, you know, an interesting take on this, by the way. Colby Kosh has a piece up at the, the National Post, nationalpost.com on this. And says the ad did not really mean to hint that Pepsi will cure racial hostility in America if applied to the right throats. In a way, its message is much more profound and, to a hardcore leftist, objectionable. The company meant to associate its brand with spontaneity, courage, and expressive freedom. Modeling is not very hard work, but the intended core message of the commercial was a statement about work. Specifically, some things are more important than work. Work is not the essence of a person's existence. This is one of the oldest themes in the toolbox of American advertising. For example, you deserve a break today. Because the U.S. and other capitalist countries traditionally make you work your hiney off to keep a roof over your head and have nice things. Americans who aren't TV stars can't really set aside their jobs on the spot to join a fun, artsy, crafty peace protest, especially if they're freelancers working on a contract, as fashion models typically are. Who needs the Wagner Act and Obamacare as long as the Pepsi is cold enough? Let's go to the phones. Uh, say good afternoon to Harpreet. Good afternoon, sir. Well, this proves that, I mean, how far-fetched every single ad is in the market. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. try any one of those. Like a ginger ale ad, a girl is taking the bottle out of the can and then the other guy is uprooting the plants and just, they drag them out. Like, ads are kind of 
I, I have never bought anything because there's advertising. I've well, that's what you think. It's yeah. all in the subconscious, Harpreet. Yeah, but people are wasting, throwing money, and then I think they, if they stop paying that much money for ads, products will be selling one-fourth of the price okay. rather than making these media people rich. <laughs> I mean, including you. Uh, well, look, okay. We, uh, full disclosure, we sell advertising at this radio station, okay? So uh, when I say there's value in advertising, uh, you could argue that, that I'm a little biased on that point. But when you need something, how do you know which, which brand or product you need? When, when all of a sudden you're faced with buying something you didn't think you'd have to buy, what comes to mind first? I mean, the value in advertising is that you come to mind. When it's time to buy a new vehicle, what comes first to mind? When it's time to get your furnace fixed, what comes first to mind? When, when you're thirsty, what comes first to mind? And I th- that's one of the goals of advertising is to make you remember that company and that product. Not that you're going to see the ad and rush out and buy it, but when it's time to buy that thing, it's what you're going to think of. Right? Do you think so? Uh, well, kind of right for sure. But, for example, somebody's buying a car. They start doing the research a month, two months prior to they make a decision to go buy it. Right, but what are they researching? Yeah, they where, research where they on start? the Internet. And then you don't need an advertisement to research on Internet. Like, the specs are all there. Everybody goes according to the needs. But they still go talk to the salesman. Sure. And, yeah. and then amount of time people it takes people to buy a car is still the same. The only difference is probably the driving time must have shrunk a little bit because they're doing that research at home. And then they're still not clear, and then they still make phone calls to find a fact about that car, and then they go buy it. But Pepsi, uh, Ginger Ale, at the same time, I think at the bottom of the, every single ad, it should say that if you keep on, uh, drinking it too much, you will be diabetic or you will be <laughs> obese. And But I don't know why the government is not banning those things rather than putting those ugly pictures on the cartons of cigarettes. Well, yeah, it's not that I smoke. I wouldn't even if somebody pays me money for it. But No, and, and I don't think I would either. Yeah. But I think we'd both agree that if and, cigarettes could still advertise on TV, probably more people would smoke. Well, I think they should ban the pop companies and beer companies too. And see how much they sell because it'll save tons of money to people. Probably people will buy more beers for the same amount of dollars. Well, interesting. Yeah, I pretty appreciate the phone call. Uh, another text here though. It says hook, line, and sinker. Rob, it's spring. Pepsi wants to get their name out. All that matters. Washington Post writing about it. National Post writing about it. Pepsi is pleased. People have a short memory. I'm not convinced of that. I really not because it's it's not about just getting your name out there. Right? It's, it's how are people associating your brand? What are they associating it with? I don't think these global companies are in the business of sabotaging their brands. I really don't. Because that's going to that's gonna do a lot of long-term damage. People need to have a positive association with your brand. And when they think of it, they think of positive things. I'm thirsty. What do I want to drink? And you sort of have that subconscious sort of you know, Pepsi that's, that's hip and exciting and spontaneous and cool. I could go for that. So you, the perception of your brand matters. Right? Why do you think Molson put so much into emphasizing its Canadian? It's all those ads all over the years, and they still do it, right? Same with Tim Hortons. And what do people think of when you think of Molson Canadian or Tim Hortons? They think of Canadiana, right? They're like iconic Canadian brands. 
Well, if all of a sudden, you know, Molson's or Tim Hortons, you know, did something that was just a complete slap in the face to Canadians. Would you say that, well, it's okay for them because uh, everyone's talking about them, it's getting their names out there? It wouldn't at all because that would be a disaster for those brands because so much of their, their image and their identity in this country is based on appealing to a sense of Canadian patriotism, Canadiana. So no, I don't buy that, that Pepsi knew what they were doing here and did it on purpose to get people talking about them. I mean, the whole point of the ad seems to be to try to shape a, an image. And I think it totally backfired. Uh, someone pointed out uh, to me on Twitter here that Coca-Cola spends more advertising on more on advertising than Pepsi and dominates them in sales. So advertising matters, and it matters a lot. And it is about people knowing and trusting your brand and being comfortable buying your product. They want to associate with you. They want to be seen holding a, a can of whatever or wearing whatever or talking on your device or sending a text on your device, right? People need to know and trust your brand. So no, I don't think these big global companies for whom brand matters so much are, are going to uh, shoot themselves in the foot this way. Uh, anyway, 403-974-8255. Uh, Milo says, Rob, who actually watches TV anymore? I see zero ads couldn't be happier. Well, a lot of people still do. Mind you, I don't know. I think this Pepsi ad was just meant to be out there in, in social media. Unless they had a 30-second version of it that I'm not aware of. But what's, what's out there today, it's a two-and-a-half-minute ad. So yeah, that's not going to run on TV. Uh, boy, Pat. Pat goes there. Uh, Rob, good thing Coke doesn't have Bill Cosby as their spokesman anymore. <laughs> what else did he do? Didn't he do like the pudding pops or something? Jello, right? Yeah. Uh, or no, sorry, that wasn't Pat. I'm getting my text mixed up. Uh, this one from Pat. <laughs> Giving you credit where it's not due here, Pat. This one says, this is also dumb. A big multicultural commercial, all colors and genders, and they hire the current it girl to be the star. A big deal. The reaction is stupid. Another one here says, good advertising. Now I'm thirsty for a Pepsi, uh, LOL. Uh, let's see, this one from Jason says, uh, a lot of people will buy a car based on advertising. How many times have you seen or heard that ad that says zero money down, $59 bi-weekly, and you go, hmm, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it too. But certainly the, the big car companies, it's not just about advertising the deal of the week on the car of the week, but it's about promoting their brand, right? You want a Ford? Why do you want a Ford? What does GM mean to you? What does Volkswagen mean to you? <laughs> Volkswagen had a big problem recently. Uh, listen, we got a break here for the bottom of the hour news. We'll talk about the big problem that Robin Hood Flower has had this week and never-growing recall. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.